everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. Welcome. I am so glad that you're here. As you know, on this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to building a business and a life that you love. Today, we're going to talk about making a decision. And I don't mean any decision. I mean the one decision that changes everything. The decision to take ownership of your life. I want you to think about decisions that you have made in your life. I want you to think about the big decisions. I want you, if you're sitting down, if you're not driving or walking, I want you to take out a piece of paper or maybe just picture inside your head if you are driving or walking a line and you're going to put your life along that line. The decisions are going to be the points where things changed a little bit. That line is going to go up or down or out. It's similar to the fork in the road or the road less traveled. You know how much I love Robert Frost in that poem. It ends with this. Two roads diverged in a wood and I, I took the one less traveled by and that has made all the difference. So think about the decisions you've made that have made a difference in your life. Think about those moments. If your life was a movie, what are those moments that changed the course of events? That's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about one in particular. I want to talk about the day or the time or the moment that you decided to take ownership of your life. The day that you decided you're not a victim and your life is not controlled by outside circumstances, but you get to create the life that you've always dreamed of. When did that happen for you? And what did that mean? For us, it happened when we moved to Texas. Now, there were other moments in my life where I made a decision for myself as a young person before I was married, before I was a mother. But this move to Texas is pivotal for us as a family. Our story changed in this one decision. Possibly our future generations changed in this one decision. I know for sure it changed my children's life and my husband's life and mine. So here's the thing. We had lived in Illinois our entire lives. We had great families and friends. We loved where we lived. We lived in a nice community. But we felt like there was more. There were things that we felt were holding us back. And for a while, maybe we accepted those as just the way it was. We believed that lie that says you can't just change things. It'll affect too many people. You might disappoint somebody. But really, when it came down to it, we had a choice. Did we want to choose what we wanted to do? Did we want to have faith? Or were we going to be held back in fear? And we chose to move forward. We moved to Texas. We had a sixth grader, 
a freshman in high school, and a junior in high school. I'm not sure that any expert would have said that's great timing, but I knew that God was inviting us into more. He was inviting us into really becoming who we were meant to be. This was going to be a pivotal, important part of the journey. It seemed so obvious to say yes. It doesn't mean it wasn't difficult. But when I prayed to God about it, I felt lighter. When I pictured myself leaving and going to a place I'd never been with nobody there that I know, it felt light and free. It felt like an invitation, like an open door. And when I considered staying, it felt heavy and dark. Now, some of you might be like, well, God doesn't speak to me that way. I don't know how to feel things in my body like that. And that's okay. You have your own way of knowing. Trust your gut. Trust your intuition. Really ask yourself tough questions. Like, am I creating the life that I want or am I allowing things to just happen to me? Do I find myself complaining about the government, the weather, the neighbors, the people around me, but yet I do nothing to change my circumstances? Do I find myself thinking about the higher things, the better things, the good things? Am I seeking out joy and peace? Or am I kind of stuck in a rut? Am I feeling down, sorry for myself? Unable to make a move, stuck, blah. And then if I'm feeling that way, am I blaming other people? These are signs that you need to make a change. Now, I don't advocate for everybody moving across the country. My husband had a job offer and it was a great opportunity for us. That's not everyone's story. I bring up my story just to tell you that it takes some bravery to do the thing you're called to do. And I'm not bragging. I'm hoping that it encourages you because I didn't feel brave all the time. And I don't think courage is just feeling brave and then doing something. I think it's feeling afraid and doing it anyway. I think it's not having all the answers and doing it anyway. I think it's letting go of control and leaping with faith, knowing that it's going to be okay, that you can figure it out. And I know this sounds so scary to some of you. Again, I'm not talking about moving. That may not be your fork in the road or your road less traveled. It may be something else for you. And I'm asking you, what is it? And maybe you can look back and see those moments and they're so clear and you're so grateful. Or maybe you're thinking right now, I've never taken a leap of faith. I haven't trusted myself. And so I want to encourage you to do it, to take ownership of your life. I think 2020 has taught us more than anything that time is short, nothing is guaranteed. Enjoy your life. Seek peace, seek joy, seek laughter. Be around people who lift you up. Trust yourself. You know what you need. So I was um, interviewed for 
by Christian Coach Institute, Janice there. And that's where I got my coaching certificate. And so I loved being interviewed by her last week. It's on the Christian Coach Institute Facebook page if you want to check it out. And it's also on the Great Big Yes Facebook page. Um, And I was interviewed by her and she was asking me if there was a scripture that's important to me right now that God has given me right now for this season in my life. And when I started coaching um, school, when I started taking classes to become certified, the verse that God gave me was 2 Timothy 1.7. And it's, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And the before this in my life, when I was suffering from anxiety, God had given me Philippians 4, 6. Have no fear or anxiety in anything, but in all things, with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. And the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. And I told Janice that this felt like a progression. It felt like God was inviting me again into a new level. A new level of belief and a new level of living. While my whole young life had been have no fear or anxiety in anything, that God will bring me peace. And that had been proven true. This 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. That felt like a battle cry. He comforted me and he found me when I wasn't sure of myself. He planted inside me this worthiness this mission. He honed my ability to accept and love myself, all parts of me, dark and light, to be my best self, to be wise and discerning. He still meets with me every day to show me where I might need some pruning, right? He's humbled me. He's invited me into really some self-introspection as he's walked alongside of me. And now it feels like a casting forth, a, like I said, a battle cry, a mission statement. He's saying, you're not fearful anymore. Don't be timid. Go, embrace the power that I've given you and go live your life. And so I want to encourage you, that spirit of God that is in with, within me is in, within you and was, is in with every, you guys. I can't even say it right. It's within everyone. It's not a spirit of fear. It's not a spirit of timidity. When you shrink, it does not honor God. And it does not serve the world. It doesn't make you more holy to make yourself small. It makes you less effective. So I want you to first understand that you were created for more, that you get to create the life that you want based on your original design and your needs and the way that God has spoken to your heart. Stop waiting. Stop hesitating. Stop being timid. Stop shrinking in fear. 
You have a spirit of power and love and self-discipline. And in other versions, it says self-control. In another version, it says wise discernment. Yes, you. You decide. Your mother doesn't know what's best for you. Your high school teacher isn't still holding something over your head, right? You're not going to be graded on this by the world. You don't have to fall into a pattern just because it's been done before. What is God asking you to do? Where is he asking you to go? And who is he asking you to tell? You. This whole tapestry he's weaving in the world will mean so so much less if we don't have your part in it. Don't miss your opportunity. You get to shine as you. But you have to decide. Are you going to just sit back and let life happen to you Or are you going to take control of it? Okay, so to get practical, you know, as a coach, I like to ask questions. And I also like to see you taking some action. So again, if you're sitting down, grab a piece of paper. Otherwise, come back to this and write down these questions. I would love to, if you ever want to share your answers, but this will get you thinking and get you dreaming, I hope. Okay, here's some questions. What do you want to create with your life? How can you have more freedom? How can you have more joy? How can you have more peace? Where and how and when can you say yes more often? How can you best steward your resources? What kind of influences will you surround yourself with? If you have kids, how can you encourage your kids to be fully themselves? How can you break free of stifling, limiting thoughts? How can you get rid of the shoulds? How might you be living out of alignment and how can you correct that? How can you have more fun? Remember, you want to discover what it is you want and then you want to go out and create it. So this is about making a decision to take ownership of your life. And many of us have never even given any thought to what we want our lives to look like. We just think they just are. This is what they are. But that's not true. It's been a series of decisions in your life that have gotten you to where you are today. And the decisions that you make today will affect your tomorrow. So think about that person you want to be in five years or in 10 years, 20 years. Think about the legacy that you want to create and ask yourself, what decisions do I need to make today to make that happen? And sometimes they're big decisions like ours was moving to Texas. But along the way, there have been other little decisions too, right? 
So it's a series of deciding what you want and kind of envisioning this life that you want to create. And then each time a decision comes up, asking what decision here, what answer to this question right now will help me get to my goal of the life that I want to create, right? And so if I say I want more peace in my life and I, that's one of my core values and that's what I want to create and then I find myself not feeling very peaceful, I have to ask myself, all right, what are my thoughts right now? Because my feeling is unrest. My feeling is chaos. My feeling is not peace. Why is that happening to me? What are my thoughts What are my circumstances and can I change them? Sometimes it's as easy as getting off the neighborhood Facebook page. (laughs) Sometimes it's really doing deep work with the Lord and possibly a therapist, possibly a coach to really let go of the people-pleasing or the perfectionism. But all of that comes later. After we take a good inventory We take a good look at our lives and we say, is this the life I want to live? And if not, how can I get the life I want to live? Dream of what you want and then start making decisions to get there. But it all starts with the great big yes, that first decision that says, I know that I can own my own life and today I'm going to take ownership of it. You've heard people say that they've hit rock bottom. And J.K. Rowling, uh, the writer of the Harry Potter series, she said that rock bottom is the solid foundation on which I built my life. So please don't come to me with an excuse about how bad your life is and how you can never change it. If you're at rock bottom, that's your wake-up call. (laughs) There's nowhere to go but up. It's those of us who get complacent in comfort. Those of us who feel like it's okay, it's fine, I should be grateful. Those of us that feel like, well, it's good enough and I don't want to rock the boat and I guess this is just the way it is. That's the danger zone. Rock bottom can be a blessing. Rock bottom can be a wake-up call, a, a total kick in the pants. But it's those of us who are sitting in our comfort, sitting in our laziness, sitting in our inability to make a decision or a choice because we're just not willing to do anything that makes us uncomfortable. That's the scariest place to be. That's not exercising our power, our love, or our self-control. So I invite you, wherever you are today, to take a look at your life. Take inventory. Drop the pin, right? Where am I and where do I want to go? And that's the decision to say, okay, I'm going to make this decision today to take ownership of my life. And then every day after today, my decisions will be easy because my values are clear. I will create the life that I want, that I'm meant to live, the life that God's called me into, the life that I can be proud of, the life that I will live and leave with no regrets. What is that for you? Let me know. I want to hear.
All right, you guys, I hope that this inspires you. I was reading a book by Glennon Doyle, and I know many of you have read it as well. It's called Untamed. And in it, she says, it's in the chapter called Imagine. And she says, let's conjure up from the depths of our souls the truest, most beautiful lives we can imagine, the truest, most beautiful families we can fathom, the truest, most beautiful world we can hope for. Let's put it all on paper. Let's look at what we've written and decide that these are not pipe dreams. These are our marching orders. These are the blueprints for our lives, our families, and the world. May the invisible order become visible. May our dreams become our plans. I think that's beautiful and it couldn't be a better way of saying it for a life coach like me. Let's turn our dreams into plans. But before we can do that and take any action, we need to make the decision that we get to take ownership of our lives and it would be irresponsible not to do so. So start today, you guys. Say yes and then keep saying yes. I can't wait to see what comes of all of this. Share it with me. Feel free to email me at greatbigyes1 at gmail.com or reach out to me at greatbigyes on Instagram. You can DM me or greatbigyes on Facebook and I'm at greatbigyes.com. I want to hear about what changes you're making. I want to hear about what decisions you're making. I want to hear about the ownership that you're taking of your life. And I want to hear about those visions and those dreams, what you're creating. I can't wait to see it all come to fruition. All right. Keep saying yes, you guys. Thank you for being here. And I am cheering for you. I am rooting for you. And you're doing awesome. All right. Have a great day.